Welcome to the OCPHA podcast, where we talk about different perspectives of pharmacy from new and seasoned practitioners, students, and pharmacists alike. My name is Mary Nell, and today I have Anthony Herfey, second-year pharmacy student over at UC San Diego Skag School of Pharmacy and pharmacy technician over at the Veteran Affairs Medical Center down in San Diego. He will be sharing his experience both as a technician then and a student as well now. So, Anthony, would you like to tell us more about yourself? Hi, everyone. I'd be more than happy to tell you about myself. Uh, my name is Anthony. Like Dr. No mentioned, I'm a P2 student at UCSD, Skag School of Pharmacy. I'm a San Diego native, so I was born and raised here in San Diego. And I completed my undergraduate degree uh, at San Diego State University. And um, I'm now currently a second year at UCSD. And it's been a amazing ride. It's been a, a lot of ups and downs, but I, I love San Diego so much. I clearly can't leave. And um, I've been a technician for counting five years now. And so I'm happy to share my experiences with everyone today. Yeah. And thank you so much for being here, Anthony. I know you had been working as a technician while I was a resident actually at VA San Diego, and it was great to be able to meet you in person at the time. And so I wanted to kind of go right into it and just ask, what inspired you to jump into pharmacy school after practicing as a pharmacy technician? You know, I, I do. I love this question because I feel like this changed so much depending on where I was a technician at at the time. So when I, I had first become like licensed when I was 18 years old, where I kind of wasn't sure if I wanted to do pharmacy and I was just kind of leaning towards STEM and medicine in general. So uh, I know a friend of mine was, was a, a technician and she said, you know, just give it a shot and see, see what you think. Um, you know, it's a pretty cool, at the time it was pretty relatively well-paying job and as a tech that is. So I, I gave it a shot. I, I went and got my license. Uh, studied for my PTCP and passed. So I, I started at CPS down in Mission Valley in San Diego. And from there, I, I met a lot of pharmacists. We I always worked on the days that they had floaters and the, our two staff pharmacists were really, really great. And they, they, they were very, very passionate about their jobs. However, I noticed they kind of steered me away from, from the profession a little bit because they didn't really encouraged me to go down the pharmacy route. They did tell me medicine is great. And if I'm at the time, if I was willing to go to medical school that I should, but I, a lot of the floaters and a lot of the, the pharmacists I worked with really steered me away from, from not pursuing pharmacy as a career. Because at the time, and it makes sense, the job outlook wasn't the best. And, you know, especially in the community retail setting, I feel like pharmacists are so overworked, under, under, underappreciated and um, so I, I can't blame them for giving me that kind of advice. Now, kind of, and this is this question is great because it kind of goes with the the story of how how I kind of worked my way into the VA. I knew a technician that I worked with worked with at that CVS store, and she actually referred me for a full time position at the VA in the MCare pharmacy. And at the time, I was still a student, an undergraduate student at a community college, because so I was actually a transfer and. She told me that I should just apply. It's the same type of work, but a lot less stressed. There's a lot of staff. There's a lot of technicians, plenty of pharmacists working, and that they had less less stress because there was so much help and so much work. Um, the work was just more organized. So 
I interviewed for it. I was still a student, so I didn't expect to get it because it was a full-time position, but it was during COVID. So I, I kind of had a shot in that sense, but um, they basically told me you were a great candidate. However, it is a full-time job and we know all my classes were asynchronous during COVID, as you know. But I, I, I still interviewed for it and I, I unfortunately didn't get that full-time position, but they had a student working at the time, an undergraduate student, and he had just gotten into pharmacy school not in San Diego. And his position opened up and it was an intermittent position. And with the VA, it was, there's a little, there's some less benefits when you staff is intermittent, but I, I decided to just take it anyway. At the time I was trying to just kind of get out of the community retail because it was, I also was pretty overworked. <laughs> and that was, I would say professionally was probably the single-handed best decision I made, period. Because when I, got my foot in the VA, I really learned all the different paths that pharmacists really can take outside of the community retail setting. And that's really big for our profession specifically, because I feel like many, the general population knows so much about different like medical specialties. We know cardiologists, pulmonologists, maybe there's all kinds of specialties that people know about in medicine, like the general public. But I feel like with pharmacists, there were always put in that category of just you know, CVS, retail, Rite Aid. And that's great because they do so much work and they are so underappreciated, but and you never really see the scope of the whole profession outside of that. And so when I got into the VA, it was like so eye-opening because I met pharmacists who really enjoyed their jobs, um, had a great work-life balance, um, gave me so many tips and really encouraged me to pursue pharmacy, especially the residents. And that's why I really, they really inspired me to do a residency. It's still very early in my career to do one, but I think going to the VA was really the biggest factor in, in, in deciding to pursue pharmacy, you know, outside of a technician. I really like the pharmacists just, they're just love their jobs and they're so good at it. And, you know, the VA is very big about leadership. And I see the pharmacists at the VA as leaders. So those are all things that just resonated with me. And that, that's really why I, I decided to pursue pharmacy after being a technician, especially when I started working at the VA, I think that was the biggest eye-opening thing for me. <laughs> yeah, sense. it's good to hear. Yeah. And I mean, I, I do agree with you. The To kind of give a little bit of a context for the audience listening, when it, when it comes to the VA, and this is also coming from personal experience, a lot of the pharmacists there definitely do practice at the top of their license. And there is there is a bit of that leadership involved that you had mentioned, Anthony, that, you know, it, it's it's a very good learning ground and being able to being able to learn like how to how to take on that role as a pharmacist and take it even further to where you are working with so many different people. You know, you know, you've mentioned that you're working with like medical medical students you know, and working with like other technicians as well in the past. and. I mean, it's, you know, it's a very good starting ground that, that you have been working with and kind of it's been fostering this interest for so long. And now you're here. And, and so and, and I hope I was one of those residents that I that inspired you to do residency, possibly <laughs> at the time. Yeah. And it, you mentioned with regards to like having a foot in the door, you know, it's all about connection nowadays when it comes to pharmacy. So it's really great to hear that, you know, you were able to get 
such a strong like connection and being able to at least get that in there. So that way, you know, it's, it's kind of planting seeds for the future for a better lack of words. And so the next question that I wanted to ask is with regards to just overall your transition when it came to, you know, you've been working as a pharmacy technician for, can I ask how long? Yeah. So in October just passed, so it's been five years now. Oh Um, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so you've been working for, for the VA as a technician for about five years already. So how has that transition been like? just jumping from that technician role to now an intern pharmacist. Yeah. So it, it was a very, it was a very different change. So but where I left off last, I, I was in the ambulatory care pharmacy and that was one of the best jobs I ever had, hands down. I had amazing coworkers, amazing pharmacists. My supervisors were just top notch, just always so present and there for you, um, no matter what it was, personal um, work-related, whatever it was, they were so supportive. However, I I think as I, I, I worked in the ambulatory care pharmacy for about a year and a half, and I feel like I had mastered at the time kind of all the outpatient technician roles. And I was really looking for something a little bit more, I don't want to say mentally challenging, because I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't say the inpatient side is, I, I would say it's a little more mentally challenging than the outpatient side, at least at our VA. And so I, I, I transitioned as I was actually interviewing for pharmacy school, I, I transitioned to the inpatient pharmacy um, just to kind of get a better sense of the different roles um, on that side versus the ambulatory care side. And it was a very scary transition at first because um, my Amcare pharmacy family was a family. Like I really was connected to everyone and they always brought joy to my life. I always like, even my hardest times at home, like when I'd go to work, I would just feel so much better because everyone is just in a good mood and in there for you. But I really wanted some change. So I, I switched to inpatient um, around December 2021, I think, which was also when I was interviewing for, for UCSD. And that was really, really interesting because at first I was really questioning if this was the right decision for me. And that's because inpatient pharmacy is challenging. And, it's, and I, this is no, no shame to outpatient pharmacy, but they're both because they're, they're both challenging in their own ways. But I think inpatient pharmacy, especially if you have no experience prior is like very challenging um, especially not really knowing how like patients admitted in a hospital works and any of that kind of stuff so that was really challenging but I ended up just giving it a shot and just if I if I stayed on for just one month um, just to see what would happen if I liked it and that was the second best decision I made in my professional career <laughs> I I stayed on and you know at the time I had just gotten into pharmacy school and one of our pharmacists so lovely of her. She she actually put it in the inpatient pharmacist chat on on their Microsoft Teams. That's what we use that at work. And so you know, all the pharmacists knew that I had just gotten into pharmacy school. They were so welcoming, and uh, it, it really I think that like really made me more more thankful again to like work at the VA because they're so they really are like one big family. And uh, yeah, so that that's kind of how I got into my current role as an inpatient pharmacy tech. And then when I actually started pharmacy school. I think this is where the biggest transition was for me was really learning how to integrate didactic lectures and then bring it into practice when I go to work. And so it, it's it's bittersweet because as a student, we learn kind of the basics in pharmacy, especially as in as a P1 last year. We we kind of learn the basics and we don't we don't really go into therapeutics, at least in our curriculum, we don't really touch therapeutics until our second and third years. But 
we still learned some basics in pharmacy, like pharmacy law, pharmacy ethics, drug preparation. And I think the more I got to know those and then kind of see it applied at work, it was really, really, really eye-opening, especially when it came to IV compounding. That's something I'm really passionate about that I really love to do. <laughs> Probably my favorite thing about my job is, is IV compounding, but learning all the, all the background knowledge that it takes for just anything that, that, that we do at my job, like seeing renally dosed drugs, seeing how we store certain things, why we have to reconstitute with certain solutions. It, it all kind of connected finally. And I found that to be so cool and inspiring. I was so just fascinated by all of that. And so the transition was, and I say, I mentioned earlier, it was bittersweet because although I had these wonderful opportunities to just bring in the knowledge I learned from class, apply it to work and ask questions because we have so many pharmacists working and they're also like, open to answering questions. I think the hard part is the basic just working during school. <laughs> very, very difficult because at least at UCSD, our first year curriculum is really, really challenging because we're in class almost for a full business day, like eight to three, eight to five, um, almost every single day. So it was really hard to work during that and keeping up um, with the quarter system because I came, my undergrad was at San Diego State and we did semester system. So kind of adjusting to a faster pace model at the graduate level was probably hard while working at the same time. Um, however, you know, time management is something I'm always trying to improve and um, try to just keep a good, a good time management, trying to keep my good time management skills. And I think the older I get, the, the more I'm trying to work on enhancing those. But especially in my first year, it was a really, that was really challenging. It was working during school and just finding the hours to, to give to my boss and then, but also trying to not make it I didn't want my work to, to feel like a job, but I want it to be like another learning experience for me, almost like an ippy. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I totally understand. Like, I remember being in that position where I was a student and I would also be working weekends. And I like as like a pharmacy student, you're basically working like the days that you're in pharmacy school is as if you, you are you are in like your own working schedule. Plus, mm. on top of that your actual job and it almost feels like a seven days a week thing and I could see that being like you know a challenge as well but at the same time you mentioned with regards to like your experiences as like a technician at then and now that you're in school it's all starting to make sense especially when it comes to asking questions and whatnot like having to grasp all that it seems like it's starting to get more and more familiar to you it sounds like yeah for sure yeah and then you had mentioned something with regards to, I know, like transitioning from like the Amcare um, pharmacy. Um, for those of you in the audience, this is, this is their outpatient pharmacy at the VA. Um, you were transitioning from that pharmacy into the acute care space. And um, part of it sounded like, you know, you wanted to break that ceiling that you had where you wanted to get more of this exposure and be able to have more of like this these like clinical situations where, you know, you're getting more exposure and learning from, and as well as also just kind of seeing how workflow is like on the other side too, which I mean, I agree. I, I think it's a steep transition, especially, but you know, what better way to learn, especially when it comes to exposure. Is that right? Right, right. Okay. And so I know we had talked a little bit with regards to like your interests and in, like kind of moving forward with resident 
with like possibly residency in the future. So I wanted to kind of ask a little bit more about plans moving forward towards graduation, like kind of looking into Anthony's next two years in pharmacy school up to P3, P4. How does that look in terms of like where you stand now? Yeah. So I, I, like I mentioned, I, I'm very lucky for all the exposures I've had like so far in school um, and work. Uh, I feel like I've seen a lot of in care. I've seen a lot of acute care. Um, I, I've I've gone to some um, industry talks that our school hosts. I don't I don't think it's necessarily for me, at least not right now in my career. I I know when I started as a P1, I was kind of jumping specialties, but recently, uh, in my P2 year, I've, I've taken on a lot of administrative roles. Like I'm I'm the current president elect for our CSHP student chapter, and I also am our our vice president of networking for our class board. Um, so I think as I'm kind of navigating those roles as a, as a second year student, I, I'm, I've been opened my eyes to opening my eyes to administration and leadership. Um, and so I, I really like the idea of doing projects as a, as a future pharmacist. I, I do really love the clinical stuff as well. Um, so I hope I can find some way to incorporate that um, into more administrative work. So I think currently I, I really, really am interested in admin and leadership. And so hopefully if, if, I match into a, a residency. <laughs> I'd hope to pursue a PGY one and then a PGY two in administration and leadership. I think um, I, I didn't realize that that was something I would be interested in until this year. And I really, I really like organizing events, working on projects, and just supporting people that report to me and just um, being there for them and helping out. Um, and so I think that's that's something I'm, I'm kind of looking into. But yeah, I think administration and leadership are really things that are kind of speaking to me right now. So I may explore those more in the next couple of years. That's really good. And I honestly think when it comes to moving forward in the future that we do need more and more leaders out there eventually, you know, those those people in leadership within pharmacy, no matter where you go, eventually they will, they will have to, you know, have like a successor to, you know, bring on like change as well as be able to continue the leadership in which like, so for example, like your workplace stands and whatnot. And it's, I, I really like that, you know, when it comes to involvement, that like you're, I could see that you have that passion and being able to give back in the form of either leadership or service. And, and so I wanted to kind of ask a little bit about just kind of to slowly wrap things up. What advice would you like to share with um, other technicians and studio pharmacists out there that want to follow in your footsteps. Thank you. I think I think one thing I would I would want someone to take away from my story, especially for for technicians that are in school or um, are considering wanting to go to a pharmacy school. I think just just give it a shot. I when I had started applying to the VA, I was so nervous. I didn't know if that was what I wanted to do. It was so far away from home for me, and I decided to just go for it and see what would happen and. It's just opened so many doors. And then even the same thing when I had gotten to my position now as an inpatient tech, I had was contemplating it so bad, especially my first few days of training. I was really thinking, I was like, well, is this for me? I don't think, I was like, I don't know if I could see myself doing this for the next couple of years. And since then I've been in that current role. And now I, I love my job. I love going into work. I love seeing my coworkers. I love the type of work that I do. And I, none of that would have been possible if I just, you know, I could have just said no and maybe just switch back to my old role at the time. So I think really just giving, giving it some time and just letting things happen naturally and just 
accepting and, and just saying yes is really, really key. And so I really hope future interns or future technicians that want to pursue pharmacy, just give it a shot and you'll never know where it will take you. And hopefully it's, <laughs> it's all good things is where it takes you. Good places. <laughs> yes, I, I totally agree. Like just being able to kind of like, you know, you never know until you try is definitely the theme with regards to just kind of the overall path that you've taken. And I mean, thank you for sharing your story. Um, I wanted to ask to see like if anybody were to reach out or want to reach out for any further questions, how would you like for them to reach out to you? Right. I think um, I'm very, I'm on my email chronically, probably more than social media. <laughs> so my email is just aherfi at health.ucsd.edu. Um, I'm very responsive on there. So shoot me a message. I'd be more than happy to connect with you um, and guide you if you have any questions. All righty. Sounds good. Um, I'll also put in uh, your contact information as well in the episode bio as well. Okay. Sounds good. Other than that, thanks so much for listening to our OCPHA podcast. It was a pleasure having you on our episode, Anthony. And for those listeners out there, we hope to see you soon. Thank you so much, Dr. Nell. It was great. It was great to talk to everyone. 